You are now listening to Showtime Unplugged, presented by Johnny Showtime Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Showtime Unplugged. I am Johnny Showtime, as always, your host and your maitre d'. Today, I'm with a very special guest. He, uh, we met a long time ago, I'd probably say about a year and a half ago, not really a long time, about a year and a half ago in the uh, pro wrestling industry. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Mistretta. Hello, everyone. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I love Please. the podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. Someone like you, I, I, I'm going to start off and just say the first time I met you, you were literally the nicest human being in the world. Thank you. And unfortunately, <laughs> I never got to tell you this to your face because like, I don't really see it too much. Or like when I did see you a few times in locker room, like, you know, I know you're getting ready and I don't really want to like, you know, cause some emotions or anything like, you know, you got to go out there and perform. So I don't want to distract you. But the first time I met him, I was booked for my first ever show with the, the it was, company. Uh, the Quorum Fire Department. The Quorum yeah, Fire yeah, Department. That was, yeah. And I, I did not know what I was getting into because it was extremely unorganized. No one wrote out wrestlers' names in the card or anything. And you sat next to me and wrote and helped me figure out everyone's weight, who they were and what they looked like and everything. And I always look back on that, and I'm just like, how fucking nice of this guy, who I've never met before, saw that I was struggling, came over and literally helped me, like, any way he could. And, like, I always say, like, we need more people like that, because, like, you know, a lot of people, like, don't, especially in the wrestling business, I'm just assuming, a lot of people don't really care for the new guy. Very true, very true. And, you know, you definitely welcomed me with, you know open arms and everything and I even tell Jared to this day I'm like honestly one of the coolest fucking people I've met so again that's why I will always respect you I will always be a huge ass fan whether you're a bad guy or a good guy and you know again I, I was so pumped when you answered my DM and you were like hell yeah like I totally want to come on the show so again thank you for being awesome thank you for coming on and just you know thank you for being you of course man I appreciate it so now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> um, I will tell you how nervous I was getting ready for that. You literally made it so fucking easy for me. Because I had someone, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been, I'm not name dropping, but he was confusing the hell out of me. Um, I think you know who I'm talking about? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was confusing the hell out of me. He was telling me all this wrong information, and I was like, I am so fucked right now because they had me go out there with another ring announcer. Yeah, for, they put yeah, two yeah, ring announcers that. for some reason, and they were like, "Oh, we want you to show her how to ring announce." I'm like, "This is my first show." I was like, "I have to show her what the fuck to 
do. I was like, oh my that god. That right. I'm so, yeah, I was so screwed. But, um, I remember that was before your, your that, that was like a couple weeks before they were breaking loose to start in your that single. That show was my last show as, my last matches get. Yeah. Yeah. Which was Gangster in Training. Yeah. For those yeah. who didn't know what that was. And that gimmick was, it was, you did very well in that gimmick. Thank you. I know it's sometimes like everyone, everyone's first gimmick or something, like a lot of people get dealt like a shit card. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like you were definitely better than what they gave you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it wasn't me, not by a long shot, but uh, with the help of J-Red, I felt like I, I did very well with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I remember watching videos, and I was like, he, like, with your promos and everything, I was like, he is, like, so much, like, better than this. Like, I just can't wait till you get, like, your time. And what's funny is, like, a couple weeks later, they were like, oh, or a week later, or whatever it was, like, yeah, it was, it was that month. It was within that month. Yeah, I was pumped. I, I spoke to J-Arp after that, and after that night, and I was like, yo, when he breaks to singles competitor, just fucking watch out, because <laughs> he's going to kill it. And here you are, the yeah. reigning, defending, undisputed NYWC Fusion Champion. Fusion Champion. Do you have any other belts that you've gotten? I know you were a tag team champ at one point. I, no, I wasn't, I wasn't a tag champ. We stole the tag belts. Oh, you stole yeah. them. Yeah, me and J-Arp stole them. Um, I was the... Ace flight for fight, uh, fight for flight champion. Oh, that's sweet. Over in New Jersey, that was actually the first title I officially won. I won that back in uh, December of okay. last year, but I, I lost it. So. How long did you have it for? Had it for about two months. Yeah. Uh, they started booking their shows on the same as NYWC shows, so I had to drop the belt. Makes sense. I mean, your first. Yeah, yeah. NYWC. It's close uh, to my house. It's where I train. It's where. Yeah, I, you don't want to yeah. burn bridges in that. Of course. Yeah. Um, that's actually really cool. Uh, did you, uh, what was I going to ask you about that? Did you like when, do you work for a lot of different companies or like, how does it work? Cause I know I see you sometimes for outlaw. Yes. So NYWC is the mainstay. I'm pretty much on every NYWC show. I really don't think I've missed any since I started. Maybe one student show. I think I was away. But every main show, every birthday party show, every student show, I've been there on it in some capacity. Uh, as far as other companies go, whenever there's an Ace show that isn't um, on the same day as an NYWC show, I go to Ace. Mm-hmm. I've gone to a place called ACW Upstate. They always welcome me there. A couple other places in Pennsylvania. I wrestled in Delaware once. Oh, wow. But NYWC and Ace are really like the two places that take me in for every show. Nice. Now, do you play, play, you have the same gimmick every show you go to? Yeah, every pretty company? much. I use my real name everywhere. Uh, at Ace, I tweak it a little bit. I'm a little less uh, into, like, the, the psychotic, and I'm more, more cocky at Ace. Yeah. But uh, I use my same name. It's pretty much the same thing. I, I love your gimmick. Thank I do. You. First <laughs> off, nobody's better than Mistretta. Just... Comes off the tongue so beautifully. I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> you were blessed with such a great, great last name for that. How did that come about? How did you think of that? That was just something that was always part of the family. Yeah. Nobody's better. I mean, it rhymes from the moment I was born, I'm pretty sure. Before I was born, it was part of the family. And when it came time to switch to gimmick, uh, I was I went to you know, the higher-ups, so to speak, and I said, hey, I know... Uh, it's time to pick a new name. 
any anything you want specifically out of me and they said whatever you want to do so I took that literally and I said I'm gonna use my own name and uh, they weren't happy with it at first but they should have told me that when they said, you know, mm -hmm. you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. I wouldn't have went out and bought a pair of tights with my name on them. <laughs> so that kind of got it to stick, and I'm so, I'm so happy that I just got to go with my real name. I just feel so much more confident with it. It's me, man. Yeah, it's, exactly. They say the best gimmicks are you turned up to 100. Exactly. So. And what's cool is, like, nobody could, like, own the rights to your name. Exactly. It's your exactly. name. So that's probably why they were a little upset. But like, yeah, but it was Sandy's not. Yeah, exactly. Big fucking deal, honestly. Plus, like, you're all, all right. I'm gonna be honest with you about this, and you're probably gonna laugh at me. But I texted JR today, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yo, is Michael Mastretta his legitimate name, or is that his gimmick name?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's his real name." Like, why would you ask that? I was like, because a lot of people, like, first off, that name is so perfect for pro wrestling that like you would I know, never I think. Know. And when I when you introduced me, when I, when I was introduced to you, you told me your gimmick name was Git because I guess you didn't want to confuse me or anything. That's what everybody, people still call yeah. me that. Too. Really? So, yeah. Guys, because that's where I always remembered you as. And then you turned to Michael Mastretta. I was like, oh, he's got a sick fucking name now. And of course, it's like your actual name. Like, I felt so stupid texting him that. <laughs> and he, like, is definitely going to fucking make fun of me for it. But, like, honestly, like, again, it's such a perfect, yeah. like, pro wrestling name. And, um, I must have watched that video that I posted on the Instagram last night like a million times. <laughs> First off, the entrance song, sick. Yes, yes. The, the whole, I love your gimmick coming out being just a cocky and having like your ancient and like your bodyguard with you. It, and you play it so well, honestly. You, you really do. Um, I want to tell another story. Um, when I taped up your wrists, do you remember that? No, I don't. You don't remember that? Um, at Wait. the at time to shine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say it definitely wasn't the quorum show because no. I I did not wear a wrist tape as a kid. We were about to go on in the next match, and I saw you struggling with one hand, and I was like, I looked at I looked at you, and I was like, yo, like let me help you out. Like don't don't even like think it's weird or anything. And you're like, all right. And then you would look like you did this. You're like. Yeah, perfect. Do the other one. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Now, okay. I, now I remember. Okay. I I think I asked every show. I either have uh, James do it, the guy, big tall guy that plays my bodyguard, just okay. so he could rip it real quick. Yeah. Or I have a couple go-to people because it's actually it's orange pre-wrap. I do yeah. about three times around the wrist on both sides, and I go around once with the wrist tape, but it's actually uh, hockey tape. Yes, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Because uh, I was just. Could not find. I have orange wrist tape now, but I'm not going to open it until the hockey tape is done. Yeah. But just at the time, I could not find orange wrist tape, so I went with the hockey tape. You know that like, uh, um, you're using the black hockey tape, right? Or so orange because they do I, I use, orange. I use orange. Yeah, I wanted orange on orange, so that's where I got the uh, orange hockey tape from. Uh, I use black sometimes, but yeah. that's just if somebody has it. Yeah, and I want to save the orange. I'm like, hey, can I borrow that? <laughs> the good thing about the good thing about having orange wrist tape is uh, so in wrestling wrist tape is kind of like a pack of gum in high school. Oh, if you yeah. if you pull it out, everyone's taking it. You'll mm -hmm. lose a roll in a day. Yeah. Uh, black and white are the most popular colors, but nobody is going to ask me to borrow the orange wrist tape. Yeah, I know that because when I played hockey, tape was the same way. Like if you had tape, 
you were like everyone was like, yo, can I get some? Can I get some? So I would purposely buy tape that like no one would really want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. So I would get like USA flag tape. And he would be like, I don't want to put that on my wrist. I don't want to put it on my shins, whatever. It's weird. I'd be like, ah, Thank sorry, God. man. That's Thank all I God. got. And that role literally lasted me like a year and a half. <laughs> I'm on this, the first same role over a year, and I've been working a lot. You know, yeah. uh, I'm, I only go around the wrist once with it. Yeah. I don't know how many feet it was, but yeah, it's, it's still got a couple of shows left in it. There you go. Say. You know what's funny is when you walked away to go for your match, I looked at JR. I said, yo, I just taped up Mistretta's wrist. How jealous are you? <laughs> and he was, he was like, dude, you're such a fucking nerd. I was like, no, I'm not. I said, I said to him, I was like, you're just fucking jealous, man. It's that simple, you know? <laughs> but also, uh, I, I still laugh to this day that you were begging me to do the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. In all honesty, so we our ring announcer is Andy Miller. He's yeah. amazing. He's very good. Very good. Uh, but when he's not available, we always kind of panic. I know uh, one show we had just a student ring announce. Yeah. And uh, see, I yeah. told them. I, I told everyone. I told Shane. Well, I shouldn't name drop. But I told him. I told Jared. I told a lot of guys. I said, if you guys give me like a week or two in advance, like I could come down and do it. I, I would definitely want you over. Andy Miller is, is the head guy, but when he's not available, I, I would say you, you should be the next guy to call because well, thank you. everybody else is just a student who, you know, they just throw him out there not knowing or just... Yeah. Yeah. For me, I will, uh, to continue, I, and I, because, I, like, you know, it's hard for me to go for work and stuff, and, like, I love to do it. And it's definitely something that, like, I've always had passion for because I always loved the way Bruce Buffer would announce UFC, where he would make it seem like, okay, like, we're in the Coliseum in Rome right now, back in the day, and someone's going to die. And, like, I always feel like the ring announcer does have a big part in the show because it gets people into it. Like, when I did JR's introduction, the whole crowd didn't know him yet. But the way that I announced him, people were like, yo, this guy's a gotta be a big deal like let's go and then people started cheering for him and and when he um did the double choke slam people popped yeah they were like yo this guy's sick because he's a huge dude doing double choke slam and i gave him an introduction like that people like all right like this is where it's fucking at you know uh not many people i guess really look into it like that but i would i would love to announce for it it just you know unfortunately with my schedule and stuff it doesn't work out but um this is a good microphone. I could hear the ice cubes yeah, in my right? drink. It is. <laughs> in the headset. That's crazy. Well, we actually, what's crazy is, last show, a we heard a ghost. <laughs> really? I'm not lying. I swear to God, in the middle of me talking, there was like a weird sound. Not, no cars drove by. Everything's often here except for the fans, which you don't hear. And I stopped and I was like, did you, did you say something? Or did you? He's like, no, I didn't even. And I was like, dude, that was a fucking ghost. And, like, you even, like, hear it playing back, and it's fucking creepy. Is this the last episode? I gotta, I gotta go listen to that. Yeah, it's the last episode. I, I, I'll find out what time. It, it, it was about, I'd probably say, 25 minutes in or so. And, like, you just hear, like, a whoosh, something weird. And I was like, what the fuck? And I got scared, because I always felt like this place was haunted. But now I have fucking proof. <laughs> you know? Um, so, let me ask you, now that I, I always go on tangents and say stupid shit. It's just, like, kind of part of my gimmick. It's okay. it's okay. That's what podcast is all about. Yeah. You, have, you have a layout, and then you just go off, because stuff comes to mind as you talk. Exactly. It's the best exactly. part. Um, when did you get into pro wrestling? 
And like, uh, how did you kind of think? Did you always have a passion for it? Um, it would be a week before WrestleMania 24. Is okay. kind of when I started watching. I had SmackDown versus Raw 2006 going up to that. Basically, I got the PS2, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any. I'm just new to the console. I had no interest in games. So my dad just went to like the the sale bin, and he picked up a bunch of stuff, and that was one of the games. So we nice. played it. I didn't really understand. It was, it was cool, it was whatever. Yeah. Then as I got into fourth grade, it would have been in uh, 2008. Uh, I had a friend named Kevin who got me into wrestling. I don't. I don't even know what that kid does anymore. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell you at all, but. Yeah, he got me into it, and then I, I stuck with it just yeah. forever. I was hooked from the moment, you know? Yeah, what was, like, the day signing up and going, like, all right, like, this is, I want to get into this and, like, do it legitimately? Yeah, I, I was, I just knew, you yeah. know? I went in, I signed up, and I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Nice. That's freaking awesome. Did, um, so now, you said you are going to school in college. What are you majoring in? I am uh, majoring in sport management right now. Okay. So I went to Suffolk. I got a two-year degree in uh, fitness specialist degree. It's called personal trainer right now for Blink Fitness. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, that's which one? Uh, West Side Location. West it's right around the corner from the Sportatorium, so it's like perfect. Dude, that's fucking awesome. My friend Steve actually built, well, didn't build, but like managed and was a district manager for all the Blink Fitnesses on Long Island. And then they sent it to California to do the same thing. Oh, cool. That's so cool that you're a personal trainer. So I'm a trainer at Blink. I'm in the training process right now to work at the Orange Theory. It's right over in Airport Plaza. Okay, yeah. So right right around the corner from here, I'm in the the training process for that. So hopefully I can get that job too. Nice. That'd be Uh, freaking awesome. There's a lot of personal training. And then the whole sports management plan is just kind of like, you know, get that four-year degree, you know, Mm -hmm. If you're not becoming a doctor or a lawyer, it kind of doesn't matter what you go for yeah, in a definitely. way. So it kind of relates to what I'm doing, sport management. You know, if I want to move up, Orange Theory and Blink Fitness are both new gyms, new companies less than a decade old that have yeah. windows for opportunity to move up in the company. Exactly. So having that little background can help. Us. That's kind of the mindset. Mm-hmm. Nothing set in stone. I could always change my major, so... Nice. That's pretty freaking cool, actually. I had no idea about that. And then I'm minoring in web development, just because oh, that's cool. I know a lot about web design. I do coding that. stuff too, or uh, I'm trying this? to stay away from. I took a coding class because okay. originally, instead of sport management, I was going to do uh, IT. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. It was yeah. the worst, Mis- miserable. I don't know how you could do it. I need to be up on my feet. I need to be doing something. That's why I rest less. I'm a personal trainer. Yeah. So I do like messing around with computers in like the sense of art and graphic design uh i do a lot of graphic design i made my own logo yeah i do i love your logo thank you thank you killer i do the um the website updates for mywcresident.com nice so stuff like that that's why i just want to do web development like you know like i do you know business small business websites Mm -hmm. stuff like that but i don't want to yeah i was gonna say you could always you could always like freelance with that and like you know Mm -hmm. You could do, like, big bucks in setting up websites and, like, buying domains and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jamrup actually gets into that. Yeah, he yeah, he does social media. He runs the social media for yeah. IWC. Yeah, that's we, we have to do a lot of back-and-forth stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I design stuff for him. He sends stuff to me, blah, 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 blah. That's cool. So we Very communicate cool. a lot in oh, regards yeah. of that. That's uh, it's really cool to get into. Again, mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, <laughs> learning a lot of things about... Uh, 
Michael Mischenner. Oh, and I, uh, video editing. I edit, so the YouTube channel okay. from OWC, I run that too. I edit all the matches. It's me and Dave, uh, my, the guy that plays my lawyer. But I, I do the, most, the big, I do most tall of it. Dude no, James is the big tall dude. Okay. Dave is the little sleazy guy. Yeah. Dave is really cool too. Yeah. I, I remember He's being awesome. in, in gorilla position with him backstage and he was like super cool to me. Mm -hmm. He was like showing me some stuff and like, I just like, I love when people are nice and mm -hmm. like actually like, like, you know, like aren't like assholes. Yeah. He's, he's just there to help, man. He's, yeah. he's in his forties. He, Spent years in the music business. Did he ever uh, wrestle or anything? No, or no. He just, okay. he wanted to break into the business, do something. I don't know, midlife crisis or whatever. I really don't know. But, I'm like, we're all grateful for him because he's, he's always had a fight for the younger guys. Yeah. So, cool. he's, he's helped everybody out so much. And he's, he improved our audio, uh, audio equipment. He always, you know, fights for us. It's awesome. Yeah, that's freaking cool. Did, um, now, obviously as a pro wrestler, you have to be... You know, cardio-wise has to be mm -hmm. very high, um, durability. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have your own training, um, like, schedule throughout the week for it? Or do you kind of just do your own thing? Or how does that work for you? So as far as me personally? Or yeah, for you okay. personally. So cardio? Because, like, you know, like, you're not, like, the tallest. But, like, you were definitely stocky. And, like, you definitely have somebody you could definitely mm -hmm. fuck somebody up in real life i could tell <laughs> Thank so you. no problem so uh cardio wise we do cardio at wrestling tuesdays and thursdays uh that's kind of as far as i go with cardio okay uh sometimes i'll add cardio into weightlifting i'll just lift a little faster mm -hmm. lift a little lighter um i don't take supplements i just don't believe in it yes. i think in my whole life i've consumed one jar of protein powder Halfway through it, I was regretting it, and I just didn't... I wanted to get my money's worth, so I said, you know, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so I just... I lift heavy to moderate, you know, general fitness, anything to stay healthy. I'm putting on yeah. weight. It's slow, but I love the way I look, so yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. You know, I'm... It's going... It's a slow incline, but I'm, get, I'm getting bigger and stronger, so. Yeah. I mean, like, you could definitely see it, like, that you're getting uh mm -hmm. you know some definition and stuff like that yeah, I, you I'm look back that's like the best example of it just looking back at pictures yeah. and stuff hell yeah like I, I the same way with you i never believed in like like the whey protein and then like the um, the pre-workout first off pre-workout creepy shit yeah yeah uh, people have told me about it like oh it makes like your fingers tingle and stuff oh, dude. like that why would I want to do that before going to the gym when i, I started when i started working at blink uh, there was a trainer there. He doesn't train at Blink anymore. He was trying to, like, invent his own pre-workout with ingredients that, like, he believed were <laughs> working. So uh, he bought it in one of those little, like, pint-sized water bottles. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you want to do me a favor? You want to try this out and tell me how your results are? And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't drink pre-workout. I don't even drink coffee. I don't know how this is going to yeah. be. He's like, well, t take, like, half of it. So I, I, I did – I took half of the pre-workout – and uh, it taste it tastes like sugar. It tasted fine. He flavored it well. Like it tasted good. Yeah. It tasted only a little bit off of like a, a fruit punch Gatorade because I think that was the flavor. So yeah. it was basically like drinking Gatorade or the meal stuff in water. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't. I went to go work out. I don't know what I did. And I think it was like chest day or whatever. I didn't feel. I felt the tingling in the fingers, but it, it didn't kick in. Maybe because I didn't drink all of it, but it didn't kick in until like the last two sets of my workout. <laughs> And I already worked out for like an hour and I had to go somewhere. So then I'm driving wherever I got to go and I'm like oh. shaking and I'm like, great. 
It was so never again. Yeah, I hear you on that. Actually, I think um, we uh, we kind of have the same mindset on something. I remember this again from when I first met you. I don't know if things have changed. Um, is that you actually don't drink alcohol? Correct. You don't do drugs. Correct. You don't. That's the same with me. Do you put the label on yourself as straight edge as well, or you kind of just like you know you don't do it, but you don't kind of uh, you know. Um. Back in the day, I would say I'm straight edge because it was cool as far as CM Punk goes. Yeah, facts, definitely. Was. But uh, now, I, I just say I don't do drugs. Yeah. Know, so. That's actually my gamer tag on Xbox is straight edge. Really? Straight edge, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I just too cheap to change it pretty much. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> Xbox is like 10 bucks to change yeah, gamer 10, tags. I'm not have, going to. They have such a pair of balls to charge $10 to change my gamer tag. Mine is my nickname from... Baseball, I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. It's JuiceX7. I'm not number seven anymore. I, I went to 77. Now, the reasoning behind that is clever as fuck because I was number seven. I got injured. And as a rebirth, because it took me three years to get back to sports, I added the seven. So the first seven was for before the ACL injury. The second seven was for everything after. Plus, 77 on a hockey jersey looks fucking sick. Yeah, it does look sick. That's um, actually, the, 77 is my go-to number if yeah. I make a, a... Is it really? Yeah. Dude, in video, how it's are we the not end of friends for fucking... <laughs> honestly. It's the, end, it's the end of all my emails, all my, you know... Uh, if I make, like, a sports character in a game... 77. Yeah, 77. I'm really into racing. Huge... I'm not so much into sports, but racing. I love motocross. I love off-road racing. Oh, wow. That's cool as hell. Uh, so if I get to put a number on the car, it's usually 77. Are you a car guy at all? Or? Yeah, I like car guys. I go to the, the New York Auto Show with my dad every year. Do you? Do you I think it was in April or something. It yes. Was, I was going to go. My girlfriend gets free tickets through her job. Oh, sweet. Unfortunately, I had to fucking work, and she, she didn't bother getting the tickets, but mm. I would have loved to go. It's great. I go. I think I've been going... This was year number five. Really? Year. Yeah. Straight. That would have been so fucking cool to walk into, honestly. <laughs> I would have screamed, nobody's better. No doubt in my mind. Um, I'm Currently, I picked up a couple weeks ago uh, a 2019 RT Challenger. Oh, cool. Sickest car I've ever owned. I had the V6 version before, and now I have the RT. This thing mm-hmm. fucking moves, man. Honestly. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, yeah, I kind of, I, I put, not talk to myself quick, but with the straight edge thing. I definitely put a label on it for myself. Like, I don't go out of my way and be like, yo, like, I'm straight edge. Like, I don't do that shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is tattooed on my arm. Oh, cool. Um, so it's definitely something. But it has a lot of meaning behind it. Not even, like, for, like, the CM Punk era of him being, like, the straight edge mm-hmm. god type of thing. It just has, you know, just from past experiences and, like, family issues and stuff like that. Um but I, like I said, if someone says, "Yo, you want to drink or something?" Like I'm just like, "Ah, oh, no, I don't drink. I'm sorry. Like I'm good. Yeah. Thank you." Like yeah, I don't say like, "No, I'm straight edge, bro." Like, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You know? Like if it ever comes into conversation, yeah, I'll tell you. But like you know, it's kind of something to myself more okay. or less. But when um, I hate, I hate you, you ever still have people to this day like break your balls about it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking it doesn't. It's, even, it's the worst. Like yeah. I mean, it's not the worst. It's just so unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. Like I've had people growing up. Like at uh, like in high school and like like college parties and stuff that I've gone to with my friends, and they're like, yo, like you don't drink, like what? Come on, like how? Oh, and I'm just like, yo, like leave me the fuck it, alone. It, it's not yeah. even that. It's what what makes what's funny to me is the people who think that they're gonna be the one 
who can yeah, get me to finally exactly. cave. Yeah, exactly. I, I it's don't like, know. oh, I'll get, I'm going to get you one of these days. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Better men have tried. <laughs> that's that's why I just started true. telling people. Yeah. That's fucking, I, I like that. Better men have tried. Because we, we did a brewery show this past weekend in Brooklyn. And oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, you're surrounded by alcohol, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and just like, you want to drink? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. Thank you. Um, I want to tell you a funny story. You get the people who, um, my favorite is the people who go ahead and they're like, uh, you know, like, I wish I was straight edge. I wish I didn't drink, man. But like, you know. Yeah, that's, I love I'm that like, too. What the fuck does that even mean? You wish you couldn't drink? It's a fucking choice. No one's forcing it down your throat and being like, you have to drink, asshole. You know what I'm saying? It's like addiction. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't get it. Like, look, I'm dependent. That's co- that's why I won't even drink coffee, dude. Because yeah, I just I, see people become dependent on that. They can't function their day yeah. unless they get their fix on coffee. And it's, I like. I want to live like that. Yeah, I like the taste of coffee. It does nothing to wake me up. In fact, it makes me tired. Really? So, like, like I'll go to Dunkin' and get like a frozen coffee or like you know like a couple shots of espresso with some bullshit at like a coffee shop. But like. It's not for to wake me up. It's for the taste of it, you know? Yeah. But I totally feel you. I know people that, like, literally need, like, a cup or two, a, like, in the morning before they start their day. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, how? Like, it just doesn't make sense. I think it's all in the brain. Because yeah. I've given people decaf coffee in the restaurant business, and they have no fucking idea. Yeah, it is, it is in the brain. They, they, they drink it, and they think that they're fine. It's mm-hmm. just... Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. But, um... Back to the whole, like, people, they're like, oh, I wish I couldn't. Like, it just, like, it's like, shit like that pisses me off. I had one kid one time who, uh, for, like, months would tell me, he's like, oh, I'm straight at just like you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I'm at a party. I turn around, he's doing a keg stand. <laughs> and he comes up to me, he goes, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I hope you don't hate me, bro. Oh, And I was like, dude, you make your own decisions. Like, I don't care that you did this. I just think you're a dumbass for... Telling everyone you're straight edge, and now you're doing fucking keg stands. I was like, you look like an idiot, you know? Yeah. But whatever, you know, you're always going to have people like that, no matter what the situation is, unfortunately. Like, I'm sure people break your balls. They're like, oh, you're a pro wrestler? <laughs> you know that shit's fake, right? That. I don't, you know, I don't get that anymore. Really? I think the world is just changing. Wrestling is just becoming popular again. Yeah. With all these new companies coming. Even people that don't like it, they could watch it, and they could... You got comedy wrestling, hardcore wrestling, technical wrestling, mm-hmm. high flying. There's something for everyone, and even if you don't watch it religiously, or even if you say, "Hey, this is fake," or you know, "I'm not into it," yeah, something sp- spikes the interest of everyone. And I just think that I don't know. I used to get stuff for it in high school, but once I started doing it, yeah. I don't know if everyone was just afraid to Probably. like say something to yeah. me. But like once I started doing it, everyone's like, "Oh man, this is awesome." Yeah. <laughs> No, I honestly, my uh, my girlfriend never watched it, doesn't care for anything, but, like, she's watched a few, like, pay-per-views, like, WrestleMania and stuff, and, like, she gets into it, and she won't admit it, but, like, yeah, she gets into it. It's how everybody is. Yeah. And the crazy thing for me is with pro wrestling is I, the pro, the wrestling aspect of it isn't even my favorite part. It's I know, you're looking, No, you're no, I'm 100% with you. My man. favorite part is I love promos. Promos is my, is my one love with pro wrestling. Like, if you have a good promo game, I could care less if you suck in the ring because you're entertaining me and you're telling me a story before 100%. you even get into the 100%. ring. So, 
uh, again, I also feel like it's almost like a lost art. Like not many people, like people could be good in the ring and then they like, they can't talk. Promos are what gets you to watch the matches, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. It's the same thing with UFC. Guys mm-hmm. will talk so much shit and you're like, yo, like I want to watch him like get his ass kicked mm-hmm. now, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, promo is number one. And then the wrestling aspect, sometimes I even fucking fast forward through wrestling. Yeah, I've been, I've been doing like, that. Yeah, recently. I don't know. I always watch Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown, uh, I, I always record because we train on Tuesday nights yeah. and I watch it when I get home. But depending on how tired I am, I might just, like last night, I think. Watch it on like double fast forward. and Yeah, you know. yeah. I stopped. I'm trying to think of what I stopped for last night. I think I watched Sonya Deville versus Ember Moon last night. Just okay. I'm a big Sonya Deville fan. She's I think, I think she's great. Yeah, I she think she so should be pushed. Her gimmick, like, she legit can kick your ass. And I think that you need to use that to your advantage. Because if Ronda can kick everybody's ass, yeah. you know, Sonya can do it too on a lower scale. Here's what pisses me off about the whole Ronda situation is she came in and they're like, the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. She comes out in this oversized leather jacket, smiling. I'm like, I'm supposed to be intimidated by it's someone coming down? Like, come on. Like, ba- they baby face stuff. Yeah, but like, I feel like Ronda Rousey has always played the heel. Or if, if no one knows what the heel means, it, it, in pro wrestling it means bad guy. Um, I feel like they should have went a different route and been like, yo, Ronda, like, you're going to be a heel. And then come out baddest woman on the planet she comes out with that mean face on and just whoops everyone's ass instead she's coming out she's smiling she's high-fiving people and then she whoops everyone's ass it's like i'm supposed <laughs> to believe when her her like 30 second entrance she's a fucking badass like no like she's smiling having a good fucking time she's skipping down like aj lee i was like nah like this is not how it's supposed to be but sonya deville i think she does have like that natural like that like, heel uh um Gene in her, so I can't wait to watch her uh, really like, yeah. You know, uh, what I don't know what the word uh, develop, develop, like, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. get more uh, TV time, which um, should I hope happen soon <laughs> because like you know it sucks waiting for people to like get a push, like especially I don't know if you've ever trained with him, but uh, with Zack Ryder. No, he was he yeah, was no, gone before never he got the same there. Time. I started twenty fifteen. So. Gotcha. He he like they so much like he'd constantly be like a jobber and all this stuff. And then when he finally started getting a push, I was like, yo, like just keep it rolling. And then they just like shut it down. And it's like, what the fuck? Ever? Well, they, they could they could do that every because I know every time that they push him, everyone's gonna get behind him. They could yeah. come up with a t shirt sells t shirt mm-hmm. and then, and then just do it like, again. Right, like, do it every two years. That's what they've been doing. Yeah. He just won the. Uh, Tag titles with Hawkins a couple mm-hmm. years back. He had the IC a couple years back at the yeah. US. Just mm-hmm. push him every so often, make a t shirt. Yeah. It works. Yeah, it does. It does. I get so. when I obviously like always feel like I know like what the outcome's going to be with his matches, but it gets me into it because mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. watching him succeed a lot. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's also another thing why I like pro wrestling so much is because like, I, I love watching guys, even if they're bad guys. I'm like, I love seeing people succeed. I love seeing the character development and stuff. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's it's fake." It's like they, you know who's gonna win. Yeah, but like so is like every single other show on TV, mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones. Exactly, fake as fuck. But it got you into it because there was storytelling, there was fighting, there was good guys, there was bad guys. It's literally the same thing pro wrestling's doing. Yeah, if you have a wrestling card that is laid out the right way, there's something for everybody. Hundred percent. All these different characters, all these different possible storylines mm-hmm. you, you could go with. There is always going to be something that 
appeals to somebody. I think that's what has kept me into wrestling all along. Like, I don't miss a Raw and I don't miss a SmackDown. I might fast forward through a lot of it, but I know I got to watch it because even if it's just a five minute segment, sometimes it's just that one Firefly Funhouse or just one thing that makes me tune in, but that's just why I do it every week. Yeah, I love the Firefly Funhouse. I can't. I, I can't wait for that to just keep rolling for, like, fucking ever. Because he is definitely one of the best promos mm-hmm. ever. Ever. And, and like, I, you could, like... Really, if you put, like, top five best uh, guys that could promo, he's... Of all time, he has to be in the top five. Honestly. Because mm-hmm. he, like... Not only does he... Uh, just really engage well with the fans, but he just like he believes what he's saying. Yeah. That's the most important. There's thing. so much passion behind it. It's creepy as fuck, but like you can't stop looking at it. You know, I've I've seen like I saw a shoot interview with him a while back. It's like everything he's saying is just like his beliefs kind of twisted into an mm-hmm. eerie, creepy way. Yeah, and that's like I said before, the best character is you raised up to a hundred. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's, I, like I said, that's why, like, I love your character, and I was happy that you got a, you know, your singles push. And now look at you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, what was that show that I did? It was about a year and a half ago, and that was right before. And yeah, that was November 2017. Winning championships, people cursing you out over Instagram yeah, and stuff. Yeah. My favorite heel moment of you was when you ruined um, Infinity War, people. Were you, were you there, or did you just see that on I Instagram? wasn't there, but I saw it on Instagram. And I was like, you're like, sorry, not sorry. And then you were just, actually, JR told me about it before um, you posted it. And I was like, no fucking way. Like this, he's like, dude, I'm telling you, like, it got so much heat everywhere that people wanted to fucking kill him. I got heat in the back for that. I heard. There were wrestlers that didn't see it yet. And there were, I'm not going to name drop anybody. Well, JT Case, and you know him, Mm -hmm. he gives me the finger every time he sees me because he's cool about it. But, uh, yeah, there were a lot of guys that... Uh, I, I know exactly who the guys were, too, which is fucking Yeah, he was funny. probably... Some, there were some legitimately, like, upset people with me. And I was like, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I warned some people. Yeah. I didn't warn everybody, so... I, I think I warned, like, Bishop, who I was wrestling, and a cu- okay. couple of the other guys that were there all day. But, you know, if I didn't see... If I didn't get around to seeing you in the... Because it gets more hectic throughout the day if you yeah. show up couple hours before the show starts, I'm probably not going to be able to get to tell you. Yeah, I cracked up. I, I, honestly, thought it was I, don't, I don't get it either. I'm not a movie guy. I don't yeah. watch Star Wars or, or superhero movies or anything. So I didn't go see it. Yeah. I'm never going to go see it. I just asked my friend, who I think literally went to go see it the afternoon, in the afternoon, came out of the theater. I texted him. I said, what's the ending? And he said, uh, this blah, blah, blah. I said, all right, come to the show tonight. I'm going to say it. <laughs> and they didn't think I would do it. Really? And I did it. And they, if you listen that uh, the clip that I put on, they filmed the whole match for me. Yeah. Uh, you could hear them just like, dying laughing. <laughs> Dude, I cracked up. It was just quiet. And you're like, Iron yeah. Man dies. I make sure I, make sure I do it. I did it where I did it. I did it in the middle of the heat. When uh, it's at, you know, you just used to beat down. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where the fans can kind of lose their interest a little bit if you're just yeah. working a hold or something, which is kind of like, I love that part of a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And I know it looks good on camera and to send yeah. out and stuff. And you so. kick that guy's fucking head off. Yeah. Which was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm going to put it right here. And then I, I 
I put him in a chin lock after, and some guy yelled, I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> Dude, the best part about that was, is you know you piss people off when, like, it goes quiet for a second. And, like, yo, did he really just fucking say that? And, yeah. then, they and then they get mad. And then yeah. they get mad. That's what it was. I loved it. it. The reaction was not there right away. Yeah. But it, it came after. Because mm-hmm. people were looking around, like, and even people at, in the back asked me, like, is that really the ending? Is that really the ending? I didn't see it. Yeah, was the ending. So then they go, and they, like a week later, they see me again. They're like, I watched it, and I was just thinking about what you said the whole time and how I don't want that to be the ending, but then that's exactly what happened. Because yeah. I could have I said whatever. You I could have said, this is the ending. Yeah, and exactly. And I have to say, what a fucking phenomenal way to get heat, honestly. <laughs> because here's the thing. You always want to say things that are like, True, and that are going to piss people off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to immediately hate you. And, like, that's your job. You want to I get know. a crazy reaction. So if people get pissed off that and say it's cheap heat, kick rocks. It's, you know? it's, that's, that was some of the things that some of the guys in the back were saying. There are not many legitimate heels out on TV, on the indies, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, even the guys who like, like, Say like, hey man, like good job. Like they, they still like hate me. Like even like a guy like you, or like I did a podcast with somebody else once. Like they always say like I hate, I hate you, but I love you. That's kind of thing. That's that's what you want. Like when the Miz is a heel, or uh, oh, he's the best. He's one of the best heels. Do you watch NXT UK at all? Uh, I don't. There's a guy named Zach Gibson. People okay. will literally take their shoes off and, and throw it up. They really? ch- they chant if you hate Gibson, shoes off, and they they take a shoe <laughs> off and they wave it in the air. And it's just one of those relationships. Is like he he loves the fans because he he gets you know his elevation, his push mm-hmm. because of the fan reaction. They yeah. part of going to the NXT UK show is taking your shoe off and waving yeah. it in the air at Gibson. So it's one of those heels that you love to boo, but yeah. you you need him there for exactly reasons. It's like uh, Elias. Yeah, same same with Elias. I love everything about him. And when he says shit that gets under people's skin, mm-hmm. I laugh. I'm like, brilliant. Like, he had people boo him when he made fun of uh, Seattle for the, uh, the Super That, went, that boo went on for a while. Ten <laughs> minutes, bro. Ten fucking minutes. They were screaming at him to the point where they literally had to cut his promo short and then start his match. And they were booing the shit out of him during the fucking match. It was fucking genius. I don't, I don't know how that stuff... Like, I don't know. I'm not as into sports as much but like coming he always comes in he likes to make fun of like the the sports team yeah or some celebrity from that town and it always gets like he gets good heat off of it i just don't get it like i love it don't get me wrong i love him i love everything it's like like come on it's just making fun of your sports team get over yeah. it i guess if you're a diehard sports fan you know yeah but I, you know you're as a fan you're also there for the uh, experience mm-hmm. of booing and cheering mm-hmm. and stuff so like you know it makes sense to follow along with it like mm-hmm. when i go um and like I don't really say much when I go to shows. I just sit there and I enjoy it. Like, I'll cheer for, like, certain people. But, like, at the most part, I'm there to, like, hear other people cheering and, like, stuff like that. Um, but I fucking love him. In fact, like, I'm dead-ass naming my first kid Elias. I'm not because of him, because I fucking love that name It's Elias. a great name. Yeah. It is. It really is. Um, it, like, flows off the tongue perfectly. It's, like, it is a beautiful name. There's not many people named Elias. It's, like, kind of a rare name. And, you know, I, again, as soon as I heard they were like, Elias Samson was his first name, and then they cut the Samson part. I was like, yo, that name is so good, honestly. Um, let's, let's talk more about you, because we're, cool, um, cool, cool. you know, 
that's mainly what the show's for. Uh, winning your first singles championship. Yeah, so that, that would you, have been the... Were eight. you mentally prepared for that? Um, in a way. I, I hate to sound like, uh, you know, cocky or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was basically, it was a vacant title going into it. It was, it was a six-man, mm-hmm. and uh, I just looked at the other guys on the car, and I was like, I think I have a good chance of, of winning this one, just mm-hmm. based off of my relationship with the company and, and who's reliable, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, so... We didn't know until probably like two hours before the show who was going to win it because it was still in discussion. Mm-hmm. But it was in Jersey, and I told my dad, I'm like, you know, you should come because if, <laughs> if I win it and you're not there, I know you're going to be upset. So yeah. he came, and it, they put it on me, and it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. The, the feeling of winning it wasn't so much for me. You know, I didn't cry or anything. Right? Yeah, I didn't yeah. even get chills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like the people around you that help train you or have been in your class since the beginning coming up to you and saying like, I'm proud of you and congratulations. And they're there for the journey. And it goes the same way when other people who I started out with, you know, get a belt that I've just been training with over time. So it's more about that. And with the fusion title, it was kind of like the same thing. Uh, the match People boo you a lot when you won? Yeah, yeah, that's what I love more. I love <laughs> the reaction I get. That's yeah. what I, when I hear the fucking boos, that's when <laughs> I, I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I won the Fusion title, the heat I got was what made me happy. Because the yeah. match got a little jumbled, mm-hmm. but... What do you, you mean know, by jumbled? Uh, the, the finish got a little messy. There was uh, the ref counted three, but bull kicked out, and then blah blah. blah. There was a whole. Con- was it, it we, part of the actual? No, it wasn't supposed no? to be. No, oh, so but it wasn't supposed to be. We, the finish. we, we played it off okay, okay. Uh, and then we we went through, we finished it off. It, it was awkward, but you know, bull's a professional. He's mm-hmm. been doing it for years. He, yeah, he got us to where we needed to be in the match, and uh, yeah, just it, it's the reaction. It. I got what I wanted out of it, and I was very, very happy with it. And what's cool is, uh, it's it's almost kind of like a blessing too that the match kind of ended like that because like you're a bad guy, and mm-hmm. like if the yeah. fans see like you know like that wasn't supposed to fucking happen, like why is he the champion? They're gonna get even more pissed. So it was almost like a blessing in disguise. And I bet, unfortunately, I don't know if I I don't think I saw the video, but I bet you rubbed it in everyone's fucking face, like. In the ring, like to the fans, right? Yeah. Did you? Of course. <laughs> I would have loved to see that because, like, I, if if you came by me with the belt, like, as a fan, I would like boo you just so you could like get the reaction. But in deep down, I'd be like, yes, like, we, thank God. <laughs> we have one fan named Rob Lottie. Uh, he's, I think, he's been to pretty much every MYWC show since the beginning of Is MYWC. Is he like that really old dude? Or? He's he's got a mustache, curly brown hair. He, he makes YouTube reviews of all the I know the shows. Guys. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I genuinely hate him. I do, I do, <laughs> because he he makes his he makes his reviews. Uh, it's basically like sits there, will be like, all right, so we had Jaden Vallow versus Johnny Radke. Jaden Vallow won. The next match was Rex Lawless versus Randy Summers. Randy Summers won. The next, I'm like, have a little emotional investment because yeah. my whole my whole thing is. 
wrestling, you need to emotionally invest a fan mm-hmm. in order to get them to come back. Yeah. So this guy's been coming back for like over a decade, but he does not seem emotionally invested at all. <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand why he keeps coming back if he's not like invested yeah. into the show. But yeah. I mean, hey, of course we want him there. We always want people in the crowd. Yeah. But definitely. I was like, I need to get this guy to at least like do do something. Mm-hmm. So uh, he also goes to all the Ace shows. So I'll always tell him I hate him. <laughs> or uh, he has a little book that he keeps his notes in. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote in it once. I just scribbled everything and put nobody's better over it. And uh, I just always scream at him. And I, I act generally. I finally get, now when he says my names in the videos, he says it with disgust and he rolls his eyes. And if if you go watch the uh, the master of the mat review of uh, when I won the fusion title. Uh, he's actually doing a review with like a couple of his buddies, and they spent about a minute and a half complaining about me. Really? And that is all like complaining about you, like in a bad way or in a way of like we can't, we don't like him. He, he, they don't like me. They, they hate me. But Do they that is about your like wrestling technique or anything like shit like that. No, just like like this is just like oh, this is a crap ending. It shouldn't have been looked <laughs> like this. Well, but like that's what I want. I that going and watching that video the next morning when it came out was better than winning the belt itself. Yeah, hearing people that genuinely don't like me is more than I can ask for <laughs> because I know I know that the, they like it's not just because I'm a heel. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, he's he just kind of reviews all the matches. He doesn't seem emotionally invested. Yeah, um, it's not just because I'm a heel that he hates me. He, Generally, I generally get on his nerves, and I think Papa Don is maybe the only other person there that I've ever heard one of either him or one of his friends generally like complain about. So I have to tell you this: I love Papa Don. Yeah, yeah. That guy, I met him a um, long time ago when before Jr. decided to do his weight loss uh, journey and everything. A lot of things with pro wrestling fall back to him, especially with that, because like I was there like almost every step away with him. So mm-hmm. if I keep bringing up, my bad. But like he's my best friend, so like I can't not. <laughs> um, we went, me, him, and our other friend Billy went down to the school. This is like a year or two. This is when the Big O was the champion. He was uh-huh. like the next big thing there. We went down to the school. Uh, he was thinking about signing up, and he really wanted to get into it. And Papa Don was the first person to greet us. And he was, like, being so cool. And he's like, yeah, like, it's, you know, I'm one of the teachers here. Like, it's really awesome. And, like, he was just, like, generally so nice. Um, and then a week later, we went out to a bar. Uh, and he was there with Jerry Lynn, with Jerry Lynn's retirement match. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were, he was just, like, so cool and, like, down to earth. Um, fast forward to my first show, I was a part of his act in the ring. And he made me take took, made me took the coat off. Yeah. Take the coat off, hold the ropes for him. He got in my face and cursed me out, made me reintroduce him. He, in the ring, when he whispered to me, he goes, all right, now introduce me the way I told you, doing great. Like, that, I was like, holy shit, like, Papa Don said I'm doing great. And I made sure I fucking really gave him a good introduction. <laughs> and after the match, he came up to me, he goes, dude, you did fucking awesome, great job, this, that, and this. So after the show and everything, I went up to him. I was like, honestly, like, thanks for being so fucking cool. I was like... I don't know if you remember, like, five years ago. And, like, you know, I, I was talking like a fucking Mark. I was like, I don't know if you remember, like, four years ago, but, like, before I got into the business, like, you were so fucking cool to me. And, like, you didn't have to be. And he's like, dude, like, 
what, you, what am I supposed to do? Like, be an asshole? And I was like, well, someone fucking else was, not name dropping, but like, the big O was kind of fucking rude to us. And he was like, he was like, oh, what's your excuse? What's your thing? And I was like, I just had ACL surgery a fucking like month ago. Like, what do you mean, Mike? I'm not getting in the fucking ring, dude. I, I'm walking on a, with a fucking cane right now, you know? But Pabdan, cool dude. I'm glad he made an Instagram so I could follow him now, like, legitimately. Um, weird tangent, but... <laughs> <laughs> but Tahid Papadon complained about you said, or he's complained about Papadon? No, 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 no. I, I'm saying, like, in the videos, he could only... He only, like, genuinely seems to hate me and Papadon. Gotcha. Papadon like, is a fucking great heel. Exactly, set. yeah. Really good, really good. Um, who trained you? Because that's another question I, I definitely like to... When I started off... Uh, back in 2015, the trainers were Blake Morris and Stockade. Gotcha. Uh, that went on for a couple of months. Tony Nice mm-hmm. was there for about six months in between having his kid and getting signed. Yeah. And then Bull was released in 2016. Mm-hmm. And he came in, and he's been kind of like the, the head guy ever since. Uh, I would have to give most of the credit to Stockade and Bull. Yeah. Just because uh, I spent so much time around them. And, and these two, I'd say Stockade is the one who got me to break out of like the shyness of being in the business. So I was years younger than everybody else when I started. Yeah. There was nobody. You're still pretty young now. Yeah. You? I'm 20. 20, yeah, yeah, see? When I started, there was nobody even close to my age for at least a year and a half. Stockade was the guy who got me comfortable with. You know, breaking into a character. Even when I was on shows with the character doing stuff with Jared, I still wasn't 100% comfortable. Stockade has got me. He, he's the reason I'm at Ace. Uh, he, uh, he doesn't train at NYWC anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, he's always there to be in contact with if I need yeah. something, and I appreciate that greatly. Nice is somebody who got me kind of off of a plateau where I, I was ring ready, but there was just something that I needed to add, this, the little stuff, the, the facial expressions, the selling, selling around. He was big on selling, mm-hmm. the, just fixing up some little odds and ends. And yeah. The way that he beats it into your brain, you won't forget. All you have to do is show up, and that was a, a big problem. A lot of guys were just like... Half-assing him. Or just afraid of him. He was very like aggressive and assertive, but he, he was doing it to make you better, and... Mm-hmm. People would like skip Nice class, and I, ne- I never understood that because learning from Tony Nice was such a great opportunity. I mean, Jesus Christ, you watch that guy on TV now. Mm-hmm. And not mm-hmm. only do you watch him on TV, you watch him as easily one of the best wrestlers on mm-hmm. TV. So, like, I, I would never skip his class. In fact, I would, I would be there like a fucking half hour early to hopefully be able to talk to him and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Bull is the guy who's been running it. Yeah, solidly for probably the past two years. You could go to him for anything. Yeah, Bull, I don't have any specific thing that I go to him for. Where you could go to him for anything. He, uh, I actually got uh, JR in trouble. What happened? So the last show that I did, Time to Shine, where I only did his match. Mm-hmm. Um, I John just said, "Yo, just walk in in the locker room whenever you're ready." And like, I felt weird doing that because like. The only person I knew, like, was him, Jaden, and then, like, I somewhat knew you, just, like, familiar face-wise. Mm-hmm. I knew fucking nobody else. I knew who Bull James was. I knew what he looked like. 
but I didn't know if I was allowed to approach him or not because like he's both fucking James, mm-hmm. you know? So I walk in and like, I see a few people in like the front area and then I walk, uh, walk through and then I ask somebody, don't remember, I think it might've been one of the Cortez brothers. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, has JR been here? And they're like, oh yeah, he's in the back. He's by Gorilla. So I walked back there and I didn't say hi to everybody. No, I didn't know that was a thing. It's, it's, it is a thing. It's also not a thing. It's yeah. weird. It's, Certain people get upset about it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't particularly yeah. bother me, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. So <laughs> I woke up to JR. We're talking for a little bit, and I was like, I was like, yo, like, uh, introduce me to some like cool people here. I was like, and definitely Bull James. I was like, I saw him up front, but like he was in the middle of a conversation. Like I didn't want to be rude. He's like, all right, sounds good. And like an hour went by, and like Bull James comes over and he gets John, and John's like, oh, John, this is. It gets John, and then uh, mm-hmm. John goes, "Yo, Bull, this is my friend John," and introduced me, and like he kind of no sold me, and like from there I was like, "I'm in trouble," like I did something stupid, didn't I? And then he pulls John aside and like basically told him like, "Look, dude, like you got to tell your friends like they got to introduce themselves to like certain people," and like I felt like an asshole. I was like, "Shit!" Like I just pissed off Bull James and got John in trouble, and then I like I went to go apologize to him like, later after the show, and I couldn't find him. I haven't seen him since. So I hope the next time I see fault. him, he doesn't punch me in the face. It's not your but, fault. <laughs> but, yeah, I was, I was, like, kind of intimidated to go up to him and be like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm John. Especially he was in the middle of a conversation, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, have some people. That's the other thing. Like, even people that I'm cool with and I know I could go up and say hello to, if they're talking to somebody or they're eating, I, I get them later yeah. or whatever. Like, it's... I mean, there's certain people that it's a big stickler, but I don't know. It It's no big deal, man. Like, yeah. I always say, like, there's certain people that I've been shaking hands with for four years. It's like, if I'm coming in here three days a week and shaking your hand, and we're not friends yet, yeah. it's like, come on, dude. Like, let's let's just get in the ring and wrestle the fist bump, whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you do a favor for me, be respectful. You know, I'm respectful. I'll be respectful, but... Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. It becomes mechanical, and it's like, oh, you know, a lot of those handshakes don't mean anything, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. In fact, um, I was listening to Talk is Jericho, um, and he was saying something about how stupid it is that you have to go around and be like, oh, hi, I'm here, hi, 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 to everybody, and he's like, I think it's fucking ridiculous. He's like, I have all these young wrestlers come up to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. because he's like, obviously like the locker room leader because he's Chris fucking Jericho um, and he's like he tells people like you don't have to do this yeah. like lead and, lead by yeah. example dude if I walk yeah. in and I see a bunch of people standing around and I can go shake their hand or I see the ring is half done I go to the ring I go finish setting up the ring because yeah. that's that's more important than going around and, and saying hello yeah. in, in my opinion the ring's the ring's gotta get set up if there's stuff to do you know like if I'm putting up a, a part of the ring and I see somebody walk in. I'm not going to drop what I'm doing every time yeah. somebody walks in to go shake like, their hand. Hey, what's up and I really, I really think like 90% of the people around understand that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's always like the one or two people or just somebody, you know, who's been cool with it all the time on that specific day isn't cool with it because they're having a bad day and they yeah. just want to take their anger out on somebody. But at, at the end of the day, man, like if you just do what a normal human being should do, <laughs> then you're fine. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, and the way, like, John told me, like, I was like, oh, shit, I just disrespected him. Like, I'm a fucking asshole. But, don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry. Yeah. And you're I, not even, <laughs> there's no repercussions for you. You don't train. Yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Fucking body slam me a few times and chop my <laughs> chest? I'm the fucking ring announcer. It's not even that bad anymore. It's just, you just kind of get... Yeah. You know, the heat, heat is another thing that's so stupid. Yeah. You know, like... Totally, yes. Re- wrestling is just meant to... You know, when you hear about wrestling, you hear about the business, it's like... It's... Everything is just to scare you. Mm-hmm. The word heat is just to scare you. Yeah. Because you could work at any job and do anything, and you have a coworker that's talking crap about you, or you got a boss that doesn't like you. They don't call it heat there. It's just called... They're upset with you. Mm-hmm. But in wrestling, it's called heat because they want to scare you. They want to weed out the people. And it's, yeah. once you realize that, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. You could, I've gotten heat for stupid stuff. I believe it. I've, I've, done, I've been called into the office for like a little chat, and I'm thinking, like, oh, I know what, I'm, I, know what I did that I'm going to get yelled at for. And I get yelled at for a completely different thing <laughs> that I should not have been yelled at for. And I just say, okay, cool, whatever. It's stupid. It blow, everything blows over unless you, unless you kill somebody. You know, I've <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. people do hell of a lot worse things than I could ever even think about doing, and they're still in the locker room. So it's yeah. it's it's whatever. Yeah, I feel you. Um, but yeah, I um I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like obviously, mm-hmm. like I'm kind of an outsider compared to you being obviously in the locker room. You know, mm-hmm. multiple times a week and stuff. But I, I always think about it, and I'm just like, eh, I have the same opinion as you. Like, it just like kind of doesn't really make sense. It's to me. it's high school. It's, it's yeah, it's exactly. High. It's just like unneeded bullshit. And then mm-hmm. you have people that like will team up on someone and be like, you know, talking shit behind their back. Like everyone should just fucking get along. Even like yeah. in the real world, yeah. everyone should just fucking or get just, along. If you got a problem, say it to say it yeah. to their face or shoot them a message. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately. And I don't know if some people are getting upset with that, but if, if somebody's doing something that is, if I hear somebody, you know, like doing something that I don't like, I'd be like, hey man, like don't take this out of context. I just want to let you know that you're rubbing some people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like why just walk around, like I said, have that fake handshake with everybody, like nothing's a problem. Let's figure out the problem. I maybe know. I don't, un- maybe I misunderstand you. And that was something that just happened recently. Mm-hmm. I misunderstood something with somebody. We cleared it up. Yeah. And now exactly. there's no fake handshakes going around and we could clear it up with not just me, anybody who might've had a problem with that person for what I approached him. But I was the one who went to him and said like, Hey man, you did something that, uh, not a lot of people here liked. And I know you might be getting heat for it. I just want you to know that. Yeah. And, if that person is man enough, they'll go and apologize to everybody. And that is exactly what happens. And it keeps tension away and just useless crap out of there. And everyone could go on with their day. And I wish more people would do that. Yeah. And I don't care if I get repercussions for it. Because I, I was, somebody said to me, like, oh, you know, you got to stop talking on other people's behalf. So you're going to get heat from Like, I don't care. Man. Yeah, like, let's that. have a nice, yeah. let's get on with the yeah. day. I mean, like I said, uh, Basically, what you're saying, but like, I wish even in the real world, like, more people would just be like, talk shit out, be adults, um, help each other. Like, exactly uh-huh, what you're doing. Uh-huh. Like, you're telling people, like, yo, like, you're kind of rubbing people the wrong way. Like, do that and, like, help people be better. Like, it would just be good for everybody. Because, like, say, for instance, like, you did something stupid, uh-huh. hypothetically, and, like, people are like, yo, Mistretta did this, like, what a fucking asshole, this, that, and this. Oh, 
and they come up to you like, oh, hey, man, what's up, Mo? Like, yep. why don't they just be like, yo, dude, like, I got a problem with you. Like, just please don't mm-hmm. do this again mm-hmm. to me type of shit. And it's just like, and you're going to go, ah, oh, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I fucked up. Or like, Because a lot of, it's usually with newer people and they just don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And you got to sit them down and talk to them. And I've been, yeah. you know, I, I love, because I'm a personal trainer, shoot. So I love sitting down and training the kids on days that, you know, Bull, he's still getting booked places, especially on Sundays. Yeah. So if he's not there on a Sunday, I, I kind of just take over class and I kind of get to be like that other teacher. Yeah. Dude, for 20 years old, you have such like a mature mindset. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Honestly. Thank I, you. I, I really wish there was more people like that had the same, like you're on the same like wave, wavelength and like level as me with like thinking of things. And I wish there was more people like that around here, especially like I have a lot of young kids that work for me in the restaurant business and like most of them are fucking whacked out. And I'm just like, I can't like, even when I was your age, like I was the same way. Like I, I always thought like exactly what we're talking. It's like, Oh, like this is how things should be. Like, why should I do this? And like, I don't want my head up my ass type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, just for some reason, maybe it's the way people are raised or whatever, but like, just people need to like, just tone it down, talk shit out and just be fucking adults. You know, yeah. there this comes times where even I could be guilty of it, but at the end of the day, like you calm yourself down you think the way to like improve it. Yeah. Totally agree with you. Uh, sorry. There was something in the chair that I wanted oh, to get out. It's grossing me out. Uh, <laughs> we hit the uh, we got a little past the hour mark is there anything else on your list that we didn't there is cover? one more thing and it? it's something that I ask every single person on the show towards the end okay. it's what their current goals are and what their future goals are and okay. obviously as a pro wrestler like you know this is a good question 100%, to ask 100%. so please so current goals, goals uh, right now like I said I'm in the training process of getting the job at Orange Theory nothing mm-hmm. is set in stone yet so a goal right now is to get that job lock it in uh as far as wrestling goes keep training keep doing what i'm doing uh and stuff will come Mm -hmm. just had a jerry lynn seminar he was very impressed with me i was pulled aside after and and told that i was very impressive um i'm not shocked though honestly (laughs) thank you um just it's starting to come out and I'm starting to see results now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, helping yeah. others, hoping that they give me something in return. It's kind of how the business is in a way. Yeah. It's always like, you, know, you could be, they say you can be as talented as you want, but you got to have, you know, you got to know somebody. And I'm not big on going to the after parties and, and chatting with people while they're drunk and probably won't remember yeah. what I said to them anyway. So I, I kind of do all that stuff in the ring. You know, I, yeah. I try to help out the newer kids because you never know, you know, not not to say that I don't love to help them, but hey, if they get signed before me, you know, and they're like, hey, he trained me, like, you mm-hmm. know, get them up there. Yeah. Because that's kind of how it is now, like a guy like I think Mike Quackenbush he gets called down to the performance center every so often. Gotcha. Uh, just because he's been in the business forever and people know him. And, uh, yeah, no, but I love, I love helping out with the training. So, you know, down the line as, you know, careers go on and bull, 
you know, this is this is a long shot. I'm not saying Bull has yeah, to retire yeah. tomorrow, but <laughs> if he, you know, moves on and stuff, I'd love to yeah. become like a head trainer for a wrestling school even. Yeah, I could totally see Bull possibly getting signed by AEW because mm-hmm. I know he has like a lot of connects over there and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, like... You know, someone's going to have to step up. Exactly. We got Rex Flawless, he does. He's, he's technically the official assistant trainer. But, like, he gets booked sometimes, too. And he, he's always cool with me helping him train and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, that's just a place I would like to see myself down the line. Also, as far as, you know, where I want to be, as far as companies go, mm-hmm. it's tough. Because a couple of years ago, WWE was the only choice. Now you have yeah. AW, Impact, Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't know exactly New which Japan, one. Yeah, like, New Japan. I don't know exactly which one I would want to work for. Um, you know, I didn't evolve seminar tryout. I I didn't evolve pre-show. Uh, I'm looking when the next ROH tryout is coming around. Oh, so yeah. I'm just kind of doing what I'm doing. And what's cool is like you're still fucking so exactly young. exactly. Everyone people are gonna look at you and be like, they're gonna be like, oh, Mistretta, like 20 years old, and look up be like. 20 years old and he's this fucking good yeah. right now, like, they're going to be like, he's only going to get fucking better than this. So, like, you know, again, just keep, exactly what you exactly. said, just keep doing, doing what doing, you doing. A lot of guys, like, you got to get out there, you got to get out there. I'm like, I'm not saying that the opportunity is going to be handed to me. Yeah. Because I don't expect that. But I want to see what doors open. You know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to be, NYWC is rumored to be having working relationships with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So, stuff like that. Uh, you never know what's just going to open up, and I'm not going to yeah. rush into, you know, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, spend $700 on this trial because I need to work there now. I'm just going to roll with it, enjoy yeah. life. Let, gonna, let like you said, I'm only 20. only 20. I I don't expect it to come to me, but there's definitely, with wrestling, their opportunities are coming left and right, and there will be something that I know suits me, and oh, I, yeah. I'm patient enough, at least now, I'm patient enough to wait for that. Mm-hmm. So for now, I'm just going to, yeah, like I said, keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna, I want to make that Fusion title as important as ever. Hell yeah. And Make, make uh, people fucking beg. Like, please, anyone get this fucking anybody, title. Anybody, that's, yeah, anybody yeah. to take it off of me. Hell yeah. Because that's basically how you make things, like, relevant. Like, mm-hmm. when, um, when The Miz was being cocky and he had the Intercontinental Championship, people were like, literally fucking Hornswoggle come down here and beat him and I'd be satisfied, you know? Like, they just <laughs> wanted the belt off him. <laughs> exactly you know just again keep doing what you're doing still young mm-hmm. I fucking could bet money that something big is gonna come your way cause Thank like you. you know you have the passion you, you literally like I can tell just by hearing your voice how, how much you love it you're very talented you play the gimmick so well you know everything's just smooth and you're a fucking really quality guy like mm-hmm. you know people love that shit so there's like literally no doubt that it will happen whatsoever um, but you know, again, just keep fucking grinding. That's what I tell everybody. Oh, yeah. Keep grinding. Um, for me, I would love to do more shows. I would first off love to announce you and then have you like rip the mic out of my hand <laughs> and like do some shit like that. And just cause <laughs> here's the thing. When I announce a lot of my friends come, mm-hmm. like when I did my first show, I sold 15 tickets really? and I had wow. 15 people cursing out Papa Don. Because he fucking screamed at me. So, like, you know, it's shit like that. So, I would try getting in the next student show. Talk to Jar Peak, probably. Yeah, yeah we'll have get, to work something talk, out. Talk something that, into it. I would also love, one of my patches too, is commentary. I would love to do commentary. If that ever comes about and, like, you guys need someone, like, definitely, like, hit me up. It's, it's been in the yeah. talks. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, not so much anymore, but it was, you know, it was something we talked about for a while, and everything kind of, you know, gets put to the side and then comes back to the drawing board, yeah, so you yeah. never know. Yeah, if you need, like, a permanent guy to do it, like, I could definitely make time and, like, be, like, the voice of commentary table. I, I, honestly, Sweet. like, I, you could, JR could even vouch for me, like, I'm definitely top-notch quality. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I've been told people love my voice, so, like, it kind of just makes sense. Not humble brag. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you do have a got a good voice. Like I said, when Andy Miller can't make it, I think you should be the guy that gets called. Well, That's just you. my opinion. That means a lot. And when you were like telling me like, "Yo, finish the show tonight," I was, <laughs> I, I that that meant a lot. Like I, I felt that in my heart. I was like, "Damn, that's so fucking nice of someone to say." <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it really is. Um, all right, you have anything else to add? Um, I guess I'll just promote myself and stuff. All right. Promote away. Uh, when does this get put up? So See? I'm going to post it tomorrow morning. Okay, cool, cool. So I can promote this weekend. Now. Hell yeah. Uh, this Saturday night, June 29th, I am defending the Fusion Championship against Jaden Vallow. No <laughs> way. Wait, hold on. No fucking way. Yo, I love fucking Jaden. That's going to be... Honestly, go buy tickets. That's going to be a fucking amazing match. Yeah, so this is at the NYWC Sportatorium in Deer Park. It's for NAX. It's a new company renting out the building, and we're putting a little showcase match on there, me versus Jaden. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Then July 25th, we got Johnny Radke is cashing in his Fusion Championship opportunity that he won at the last show. And it's going to be me versus Johnny Radke for the Fusion Championship at Tropics on the Mile in Freeport. Oh, really? That's yeah. so cool. Dude, that's actually going to be two killer matches. Because yeah. Rad- Radke is very good. Jaden, yeah. I love Jaden. He's, oh man. Well, I'm going to beat both. So. He's, one of my, <laughs> he's one of my children. That's going to be a hard match for me to, um, like, I'm going to, I'm off of work this Saturday. I might have to fucking come and watch. Maybe, maybe so. Honestly. You should. But I would love to see that because it, my two favorite people. Oh <laughs> shit! I'm gonna be so torn on who to root for. That's gonna be. I'm a, it's a win-win situation for me anyway. So fuck <laughs> it, you know. But that's cool. Uh, anything else you want to promote? Um, we've got a show at July 14th on a Sunday in Deer Park Little League. I don't know if that's like an open show. It might just be for the like the kids in the little gotcha. league. I don't know if they sell tickets, but keep that date in mind too. Definitely. Um. Everyone follow his Instagram. Exactly. Handle. Yep. That, That's uh, the most important thing. Insta- have it in. Instagram is is the go to for me. I also got Twitter and I got Facebook. They're all at Nobody's Better. N O B O D Y S B E T T A. You could search me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is also Nobody's Better. You just type in Michael Mastretta. You'll get all matches of mine. I have some on my YouTube channel. There's some on the NYWC YouTube channel, and there's some scattered from other uploaders based on who I've wrestled in the past. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta Sweet. promote myself uh, with. I think. I'm gonna post your account uh, like in everything easy for people cool, to click cool, and just cool. follow. But everyone follow him. Support your local wrestlers. Support everyone. Uh, honestly, uh, for the people that support me, Mistretta has my has my name on him. He is a fucking quality human being and you could probably tell by this podcast too. So definitely give him a follow, support him and everything 
Would you want to come back on the show? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I feel okay. like there's more we could talk about. Oh, oh dude, I could probably go for another fucking hour. I, I wanted to, because I, I saw you I saw you had entrance music on there. Yeah, and I know, I know we mentioned, yeah, so, yeah, right, so we will talk about, about that. that. Um, the song is They Say. It jazzes me the fuck yeah, up, too. It, it's the called They Say by uh, Darren Malakian and Scars on Broadway. Scars on Broadway is Darren Malakian's band. Darren Malakian is the guitarist in System of a Down. Gotcha. System of a Down split back in 2005. Uh, the lead singer went on to his own project. Everyone kind of went on to their own projects. Uh, Darren had all these songs written out for System that never got released because he would because System split. And he was like, you know, I don't want these to go unnoticed. So he came out with an album in 08 and then an album in uh, last year. And uh, they say is a song uh, I took out the lyrics well, I didn't take them I found it so it's just the yeah. instrumental I think it flows a little better yeah hell yeah uh, as far as wrestling goes and it's just me it gets I get me in, I get into it every time I come out when the music drops I scream nobody's better mm-hmm. and then you have the little riff yeah. just perfect for the pose uh, and just down walking is just kind of like a guy I look up to uh, as far as his beliefs, his views, I can relate to that guy a lot. A lot of my character is based off of him too. If you go and you watch like some music videos or some interviews with him, you'll 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 see a little bit yeah. of probably like a third of what I do mm-hmm. based off of him, uh, and that's kind of the mindset that I put into my wrestling promos and awesome. uh, my demeanor and look. I like it a lot, and that that song, it definitely jazzes me up. So everybody's been asking me lately about it and just humming it and Mm -hmm. stuff. I think I got like one of the most popular songs in the locker room. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! That's a very important factor too. Is your entrance music because you don't want some you know fugazi shit where the crowd's like, "What the fuck?" I I really try to put effort into my entrance. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't think a lot of guys on indies do that. You know, they think they're so worried about going out there and having a match that they just walk to the ring. A face will do the basic high fives. A a heel will do the basic yelling at a couple Mm -hmm. people in the front row. I try to choreograph. I I come out, rip the bandana, have my logo on the back of my pants. I turn around, have this look in my eyes, go to the ring. Always pose and scream Mm -hmm. at the same exact point in the song right before it goes into the, uh, the solo. And I think that's just part of... Oh, wrestling, yeah. and you fucking, and you do it perfect, and it works perfect. It's, I always say, like, if if we're low on time, I, I'll cut a minute out of the match to make sure that I get my full entrance in. Really? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'll shorten my heat because I know not, the other guy in the match might not always be cool. That I said, listen, I'll shorten my stuff. All right, we can shorten the heat because yeah. I want that entrance has to happen. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I I can't even get into it. Yeah, you know? exactly. That definitely makes sense to me. That's fucking cool. Wow. You never thought. You know what's funny is I wrote that in and I was just like, "Yeah, you probably just found whatever." I didn't think it actually had like that crazy. No, no, I I thought it. I thought it out and like I always think of like uh, you know what's going to happen if uh, you know I can't use it one day for whatever uh-huh. reason. You know, if they want me to change it or whatever, yeah. or like copyright stuff. Uh-huh. I'd probably try and like see if you could buy it. See, it, yeah. yeah. But, I'm gonna uh, ask you. You know, I, I think a guy Darren's a huge wrestling fan, so I think he'd he'd be cool with he'd it. He'd probably look at your character and be like, "Dude, take it. Yeah, you deserve yeah. it." But uh, I'm gonna yeah, ask you I can't one more question, song. and then go we'll for it. Go it. for it. Your most memorable, like, what's like the craziest thing that's happened to you in the ring, or like the most like memorable thing where you were like, 
you stopped and thought about it for a sec, you're like, dude, this is fucking cool. You have one of those? Uh, I guess I could go back all the way back to my first match, which is a battle royal. Okay. Um, and I got Ben Derrett out of the rope, uh, out of the ring, which is basically like you charge the guy, he pops you over his shoulder, mm-hmm. and J Red was there to catch me. And I just remember selling on the ground and just smile. I, I covered my face because I had the biggest smile on my face. Like <laughs> I just finished my first match, and this is like, I know I'm in the right place now. My yeah. questions have been answered. So that's, cool. that's one of many, but that's what came to mind first. So love it, wow, dude, that's so fucking cool. This has been a killer episode. <laughs> I can't wait to post it, listen back to it. I also cannot wait to have you on again. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely de- yeah, hundred percent. Maybe. What we could do in like a couple weeks or something, we could have like you with JR, maybe Jaden could come too. Yeah, and like yeah man, let's get a couple together. guys on here. Yeah, because like uh, Jaden is a fucking character himself too, mm-hmm. so I would love to have him, and obviously John too. And I, it, honestly, what the crazy thing is, I think I've met you like two or three times, and like I feel like I've known you for like the way that we've just been talking, <laughs> I feel like I've known you for such a long goddamn time. So I'm definitely, definitely excited. We'll, we'll, Work out the details sweet, and stuff sweet. like that. I'll give you my actual phone number so we're not DMing and stuff cool, like that. Cool. And um, we'll go from there. But everybody, uh, that thank you for listening. I appreciate you tuning in for this, you know, a uh, little longer of an episode. But it, I feel like it was definitely worth it for the information you got out of a fucking really quality human being. So make sure you follow his stuff. Make sure you tell all your friends about the show. Tell all your friends about Mikey Mistretta. Of course, don't forget that nobody's better. And for me, thanks again for everybody. I love everyone. Thank you for DMing me and all the kind words that I get and everything like that. But uh, on to the next one. Peace, love, and showtime.